Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. All right, so here we are, another podcast episode. And you know, this one is completely spirit-led because I'm not entirely sure what exactly I'm going to say to you. But I can feel it. (laughs) Something is bubbling up and I'm super excited to share with you. So I do have a couple of um, scriptures that I'm looking at just as I go through my journal. And this morning I want to talk to you about, well, it's morning right now. I don't know, obviously, when you're listening to this, but I want to talk to you about how I stopped being a quitter. I like to see myself now as a a recovered quitter. I'm I'm just here to tell you that there wasn't anything I couldn't quit. I could quit it all. Especially, you know, I mean, obviously, when I was on my own, when I was doing things without God, when I just thought being a good person and having the best of intentions was all there was that I needed to do. Like, I didn't even realize that I needed to change my life. And so... Life as a recovering quitter was horrible. I quit everything. All the diets, all of the little jobs I had in college, all of the, you know, if a class was too hard, I would want to quit it and switch classes and just didn't like to do hard things. And I'm telling you, until God, until God sunk his hands into me, and just kind of shook me awake. I am so thankful that I've quit quitting. (laughs) Oh, it just feels so good to say that. And now I'm at a point where I'm that weird girl because I am so thankful to have a daily demonstration of God's laws in my life and for my life standards on a daily basis. Because there was a time where I would know what was right and I would still do wrong. And I had no idea of the consequences. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you a little bit about. Because in this particular journal entry that I'm sharing with you, I'm pulling it from Romans 2, 12 through 15. And, you know, when I looked through what I journaled about Romans 2, I saw how you know, I stepped into the awareness that we do wrong when we know what is right all the time, even in weight loss. How many times have you said, I'm making this lasagna for the family. I will not have any of it. And then you find yourself accidentally eating a plate of it or cleaning up the kid's plate of it. Or if you're like me, waiting until everybody goes to bed when nobody can see you and it doesn't count and you eat a quarter of the pan, or maybe half. I don't know what is going on. Let me take a drink, hold up. Okay, so, you know, that's the lesson. We do wrong when we know what is right, but that's the beauty. God loves to correct us because merely listening to the word or knowing the word doesn't make us right with God. And I remember that revelation. 
if I know what the law says or what the word says rather, and I don't do it, that does not make me right with God. And it was powerful to know that even on my weight loss journey, this was an act of obedience, a a process in my salvation that I needed to get control of already because I was practicing perpetually in all areas of my life quitting. And not only was I quitting on earth, but I wasn't even facing God. I was quitting God. I was not even attempting to live for my salvation. So when I read from my journal, merely listening, really, excuse me, merely listening to the word doesn't make us right with God. When I read that, I can't help but to wake up. Because knowing now that it is obeying his word that makes me right in his sight is a powerful revelation. To be right in God's sight, even in my cheating on my meal plan. I know that sounds crazy, but everything I do, I'm practicing. I'm practicing obedience or I'm practicing quitting. Now, I remember remember writing this. People are condemned not for what they don't know but for what they do with what they do know. That is a revelation. People are condemned for that, not for what they don't know, but for what they do with what they do know. It's not enough to just know what is right. We must also do it. And I remember, you guys, I'm that oddball because I have been to retreats or public speaking events And I just have life standards. I have values. I have a lot that I've learned in the last five years about our jealous God and how much I love him and how much I seek him. And when I'm in situations where I'm at an event and it's a Christian event, and then they step aside so that they can do yoga. You know what? (laughs) That's just not my standard. I feel, you know, like I serve a jealous God and I can't compromise God's standards. I know all too well what 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 6.20 has taught me. And that's why I should live by God's standards. Because I know that Christians are free to be all they can be for God, but that they are not free from God. And in these scriptures, in these things that I'm sharing with you right now was my awakening to the fact that what I do in private, God sees. God knows. He sees my heart. He knows my intent when I make that lasagna for the family. And I I just, I want his standards in my life on a daily basis. I want to know what is right and do it even when it's hard, even in weight loss. I've been in that place when I am out of his will, chasing my own desires and leveraging my own willpower. And it never even occurred to me that it could hurt God because it shows how much I had preferred following my own desires instead of the leading of the Holy Spirit within me. And that's the moment of surrender. Knowing that I want to please God, that I want to live for him, that I want to lay down my own desires. You know, many people will say that they have the right to do whatever they want to their own bodies. 
that they can do yoga, that they can eat the lasagna despite being on a meal plan and trying to walk with God and seek God for strength. And we think that that is some kind of freedom, that we have this will that we can do it. But you know what? I see that as enslavement to our own desires. And I'm so thankful that that enslavement to my desires is something that I nailed to the cross, that I saw as a component of being a recovered quitter. The Holy Spirit came to live in you when you became a Christian, and therefore you no longer own your own body. Your own, you don't even, your body is a temple of the living God inside of you. When you became a Christian, the Holy Spirit took up residence. And I just see that as Christ's death. His death freed us from sin, but it also obligates us to his service, to seeking him, to facing him, to knowing what we should do and then doing it. Because our body belongs to God. And if our body belongs to him, then we must not violate his standards of living, even in weight loss. Now I know this journey as a seeker, I know it's hard. But the minute you see that God's not going to make it easier, he's trying to make you stronger. The minute you see that, you can also stop the quitting. You can start knowing what is right and doing what is right. You can start living for God's standards and you can start doing it in all ways, even with food and saying no to flavor and no longer chasing how things taste and craving and all of the lust of the flesh, all of the things. Because you're free. You're free to be all that you can be for God. Because in this life right now, We're free to be all that we can be for him, but that doesn't mean that we are free from him. I encourage you today, go look up those scriptures, Romans 2, 12 through 15 and 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Just ask God to speak to your heart about it. All right, ladies, have a good day.